the people can agree on one thing. This country is awesome. Whether you're right side or left side, it's time to put it all aside and remember how amazing this country is. So sit back, pop a cold one, and grab those pork rinds. It's time for Made in America. With your host, the angry Texan himself, Gregory Parrott. Howdy, 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 howdy. <laughs> How are we doing this afternoon? I beautiful. Think we're doing good. We're beautiful doing good. Day. Yeah. I think everywhere in the country it's beautiful right now. I didn't mm-hmm. hear anybody complaining online. No, it's good weather right now. But there's, uh, well, there's uh, snow in Colorado. Bad yeah, snow, but as, there's always snow in Colorado. Right, it's at Rocky Mountain High. Right, but uh, what did we do today? We got up at the butt crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. Or the usual took time some, <laughs> that took, I get up. <laughs> took some uh, pills. Mm-hmm. I didn't take any pills, but you did. Yeah. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. I, you know, my bad back. Yep. Uh, got out on the course, and uh, had a good time. It was a beautiful yeah, day. Man. Hey. There's a lot of laughing. A lot of laughing. That's what I was bringing it up for, man. Oh, man. We laughed so hard. Like, I had tears in my eyes several times, especially. Okay, so the, to, I guess to be aesthetically pleasing to the eye, Cypress Wood Golf Course mm-hmm. decided to put this big lone palm tree out in the middle. What, what hole is that like? Uh, three or four. Yeah, three or four. One of those. And uh, at the base of it was a ceramic ceramic uh, tile that, that was in memory of. Just lean, leaning against the tree. Yeah. That's how they wanted to remember it. Uh, oh, and I failed to mention that the thing shattered. Into a million pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put a ceramic tile leaning against a tree in the middle of a fairway. <laughs> you know, it's like, what could go wrong? Like... They couldn't get a metal one. Like, no, we want ceramic. How do you feel if you're the first guy that hits it? Smash. <laughs> like, oh, no. Uh, I would just pack up and leave after that because you know that the bad vibes are going to hit you the rest of the way. And, and my thing is, why doesn't somebody just stop there and just leave a little bottle of Gorilla Glue? Just a little in memory of Gorilla Glue. God, we we, we brought that up <laughs> several times, you know. Right. Like, like uh, there was an architectural meeting that's yeah. happening. <laughs> the first thing they should say, "Hey, uh, listen, guys, I, I know it's on the minutes last time, but we still haven't fixed this. <laughs> there's <laughs> it, there's a, a a ceramic tile in the middle of the course. Is there not? You know, <laughs> can, can we can we maybe put a, a a barrier around it? Yeah, I don't know that our qualifications to build anything else at this point." are really that substantial if we don't handle the ceramic tile first. No, we, we, we can't fix all of, I mean, we were going to add about like 20 more speed bumps on the way into that place. Jesus. Yeah. Like there's one part where I wasn't paying attention. I was like looking off to the left. And I was like, oh, that looks like a fun hole. And then all of a sudden I'm Duke's a hazard and, and my convertible almost popped out of my seat. So what's the next on the architectural agenda? Well, we had a glass greenhouse we were going to build behind the green on seven. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. I think we should go with that. <laughs> and we were going to uh, have the baby nursery hanging out over the fairway on 18th. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, what, I mean, it's just an absolute beautiful day, though. 
It, it was really nice, but uh, we played good. I mean, honestly, I, I think I played well. You played a little below what you normally do, but it, once you got warmed up, it was good. Yeah, you're, as soon you're as I started really going, solid, and uh, I think I was I was now solid, and you were you were a little behind, and then you picked it up and got much better on the back nine. Yeah, I uh, I gotta tell you that it scared me. I mean, we had everything going against us in this uh, stupid round that we played. Uh, 45 bucks. Yeah, it was 45 bucks. And the first hole is all I could hear is sledgehammering. Mm-hmm. Um, and sledgehammering, dogs barking, construction. Uh, yeah, roofers, you name it. It yeah, was a very could, active course. You could definitely, that, that was the one thing that was getting on my nerves is all the noise, mm-hmm. construction, uh, the video that took of Devin hit one off to the left by a house, but not exactly by a house, like closer to a house on still in play. And mm-hmm. a collie comes out like, like Lassie ready to go and just goes off on Devin, just <laughs> jumping up and down barking while he's trying to hit this. I mean, I'm sitting there in tears laughing. That dog was just trying to ruin my day. It was like he was trained to do that. Like, he stopped just a good distance away. He was out of my sight line. He's like, I'm not a complete dick. I'm just going to come over here and be a little... I go to the edge of the yard. I I mean, you can clearly see, like, it goes from, like, yard grass to, like, golf golf course grass. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, uh, you know, somebody's like, I'm not going to go hit that. I wonder if he's gone out there and stolen the ball. We've got to play there again and go tease that dog with some, like, Milk bones or something. Sure. It was awesome, though. It was a real nice uh, course, though. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I had a good time. I could see was, the improvements they made, but I'm like, Yeah, uh, they needed a lot of work still. I was like, there was a couple of, of holes that I thought I was, uh, I was like, oh, this is what uh, Curiosity's seeing right now. I know, right? Or whatever uh, the, yeah, that's rover the rover name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, um, I wanted to get into a really deep topic today. All right, let's talk about it. The pandemic has taken its toll on a lot of businesses Mm -hmm. and namely uh, what I consider some essential workers and that's people that work in the restaurant industry. Oh yeah. Hard job. And there's a lot of people out there, especially teachers. There's, there's people that use it as a second job, you know, like being a comedian, Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of comedian people I know uh, work in the restaurant. Uh, oh, there were some people that literally all their careers were gone. You know, like literally everything they had was customer interaction on one front or the other. You know, at Disney, some yeah. of those, some of those start, people don't realize this. There are waiters at Disney that make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Can I tell you what we? I, did, I don't even know if I told you what we did last. Uh, Kate and I took the kids to Disney. We went to. Um, we've been eating out at Disney a lot lately. We went to Brown Derby by ourselves. We've been trying all the different restaurants. It's pricey, but, you know, I got a little extra money, so I'm wanting to do some nicer things. And, uh, man, we took the kids to Garden Grill, and it was a buffet, and it was a flat-rate buffet. Bro, myself, Kate, three children under the age of six. The bill comes, and it is $240, bro. Is the tip already included? You got a $40 tip. Wow. On one table. And, and, and there was dozens of these tables. He was waiting on like four or five at a time. I mean, that's incredible bank. What are you having? I'll have a sweet tea, water, good, I got you. <laughs> I know, he doesn't care. Wow. 
Yeah, the buffet, those those Disney buffet people, they make once you get your foot in the door uh at Disney with that kind of job, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, they're, they're making tons of money. Yeah, but they went from, I mean, you got to understand like you were talking about the pandemic. They went from that to next to nothing. Yeah. You know, and then and uh, you know, unemployment was okay, but it wasn't that money. Well, a lot of them uh left yeah, and they uh, they never got their spot back. Well, the guy that we just worked with at the uh, at your restaurant who did the uh, comedy show was a cruise ship comic. Yeah, those guys make four grand a week. Yeah, Al four Ernst, grand a week. Super cool guy. Yeah, but did he look like he made four grand a week? He looks, no. Yeah, because he's not right now because no he, cruise ships are working. He looked like he was in absence of a buffet. He went to a, a worse buffet. <laughs> he was he he looked like they drug him under the ship. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was worse for wear. He was tired. Yeah, he told me he said, "Man, I'm exhausted. I'm doing all these other smaller gigs, but mm-hmm. it's what he loves." He said he doesn't matter if he's it's on a cruise ship or if it's on land. He loves it. That's good. Um, I wanted to bring up 10 points that um, everybody should really take a note in for a restaurant um, going through the pandemic. It's really horrible. Uh, how uh, restaurants are essential. Uh, restaurants through this whole thing have been feeding people. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't have come at the worst time, especially with the stupid cancel culture. It's really starting to get on my nerves. Papal Pew's the newest one. Like, if they get rid of Yosemite Sam, I'm done. Say it again. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, you're just really throwing it out there. You're cool whipping it. Yeah, uh, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> well, that's that's what his name is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm really sick of, tired of uh, people complaining about going to a place that they want to go to. And then there's a sign on the door that says, wear a face mask to come in. And there's two there's two sides of this that piss me off. Mm-hmm. The ones that are all like, oh, that's bull crap. Why do I have to wear a mask? Because the people that run this place ask that you to. It's a private business. It's like if you walk into my house, sometimes there's a lot of people that say, hey, take your shoes off when you come in. Mm-hmm. So you take your shoes off because you're in their house. Okay, if somebody wants to come in your house and you say, hey, put on a mask, they can say, okay, I'm not going to go in. This, That's yeah. the other part of the thing. But then they go and get everybody else on their little propaganda. Like, we, no, they said face mask or don't go in. So we didn't go in and we're telling everybody, screw them. No, you're telling, saying, hey, uh, because I didn't get my way, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make oh. you get shut down so that I can cry to other people in these stupid restaurant review places. Mm-hmm. It's There's a lot ridiculous. of those people that are, if I don't get my way, then, you know, it's, and it's unbelievable to me. These are the, the same people that refuse to wear masks in establishments are the ones that like, comment, and share the signs that are on the door saying, if your pants are saggy, you can't come in. And they're like, hell yeah, you tell them. You yeah, know? that's. And it's like, no, wait, hold on, you know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're complete. I, I tell people, support your local restaurants too. Mm-hmm. Like, and we have. How many different places have we gone out together? We just ate you at Nooch's. Yeah, we just supported them. Local and, food, yeah. Jesus, there's a ton of meat. It was we, worth we the wait. We went to the the nut place, uh, Nutwood. Yeah. We, I like going to local places. We went to local, literally called yeah. local. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, just eating local food. And and if you get a chance in uh, Winter Haven, go to these places, Nutwood, local. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ate at Fire the other day. It was great. Yeah, the sandwich was fantastic. 
you don't have to always go to Wendy's and McDonald's. I mean, they need our support too because they're trying to make a living. Well, but. yeah. What blows my mind though is the price is not that far off anymore. You know, I take my kids to McDonald's. We get two Happy Meals, some drinks, and I get a meal, and it comes out to like twenty seven dollars. And I'm like, well, how we could eat for twenty seven bucks at you know a local restaurant? We yeah. could have went in and got two kids meals, and I mean, it's not much more pricey. I like pizza places straight up, and and. I like I like I like, re- I like, re- I like barbecue places like local barbecue on the side of the highway. You know that's the ones that are like putting some. I I don't need to see your health report. You look like that grill looks clean to me. It's fired up and ready to go. Best Give barbecue some- I've ever had was out of a back of a guy's truck in Altamont, uh, Florida. I was um, coming out of a. Uh, karaoke night with my ex and uh, the guy was selling it out of the back of his truck and he had the smoker attached to the truck and he opened up the back it had a big cooler and he's like what do you want and I was like ribs barbecue whatever you got he's loaded me up oh my gosh it was so good I'm, I'm thinking ribs some fries and a grape soda pop <laughs> yeah Sounds I had good. I had a mac and cheese and some greens it was good really crap so so and I tell people hit up your mom and pops first and for That's, good for goodness sake i think this is worth saying greg if you have a great time review them because there are so far so few people that actually review restaurants when they have a great time than the ones that you know go in if you have a bad time it's probably like 70 percent of these people that review it if you have a great time it's probably 10 percent of the people that review it. yeah you got to you know balance it out and, and try to build people up don't tear them down um and, and there's a lot of businesses that ended because of COVID, like that. That what's that tomato restaurant? That sweet tomatoes. Yeah, and then something else went out of business. I'm glad that Golden Corral is still uh, lived, still available. Yeah. Lived, lived through it, right? And a lot of places didn't. Um, and here's the number one thing. It's number six: don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Stop being a dick to people, man. Out in public, if you don't like it and you don't want to wait that long, take your take your ass up and get some, get your own food. Mm-hmm. Go home and cook your own pop tart. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's stupid. Quit. And then number seven, quit bashing restaurants online. Help build up America. Don't tear it down. Reach out to a manager. Provide feedback. Feedback is priceless. Feedback helps a restaurant succeed. All you got to do is just pull a manager aside and say, hey, listen, our appetizers came out the same time as our dinner. Yeah. We were a little disappointed. I mean, yeah, we ate everything, but we just kind of wanted to space it out so, you know, we can enjoy We felt rushed. Yeah. You know, I, that's all you have to do is just talk to them. I tell managers stuff, um, and I even, I even preface it. I say, I don't want anything free. I just want you to know. Just be so that, you know, it can be better. Here's what happened, right. you know. And and a lot of times I'll buy somebody a beer, you know, it's like they're like, hey, just let you know everything's great. The timing's just a little off. Your server was wonderful, you know. Mm-hmm. I usually get that a lot. The server was great, but the timing was a little off. Tonight. And that's just that's just haps, happens in restaurants. And uh, number eight, number shut up, Karen. And, and <laughs> that's a derogatory term I know these days, but – uh, Karen's go for guys too. Okay. The guys that are out there, they're like, Oh, I, I'm going to speak to a manager. I literally had a dude get in my face this weekend, cuss me out. And I tried to listen to him. I apologized and I was going to solve the problem and thank him again. It's a little acronym that we do in the restaurant business called last listen, apologize, solve, and thank them. Mm-hmm. Just sim- very simple. If you, if you go through that process, you can usually save the day. 
And I just asked the guy, please, you know, stop using the F word in my presence, you know, quit cussing at me. And yeah, he had he, his own last. And Loser, he, asshole, shithead. Yeah, yeah, and he cussed <laughs> at me. He, he started saying, I just looked at him and I looked down at his children who were sitting there and I said, I said, sir, please, uh, I would like to ask you to leave, sir, and thank you and have a great day. And I walked off and he started cussing and screaming at me. And I didn't care. I'm sorry, but you got to treat people. If, if you don't like it, number nine, if you don't like it, do it yourself. But here's another thing. If you want to support your restaurant, say you haven't gone out, if you got some extra candy, drop off some candy to a restaurant. Just walk, just drive through the drive through at McDonald's and be like, hey, here, kids, you want did, some you, candy? did you want anything? No, I have this extra bag of Halloween candy and I'm not going to eat it. So here you go. You know, give them, you know, order them a pizza. You know, like one of our guests one time ordered uh, all my staff a pizza on Mother's Day. That's nice. And it was super cool. Everybody's like, who orders? Who orders? And then uh, we called the, uh, the pizza people, and they were like, oh, it's uh, Frank. He, he wanted to wish you guys a happy Mother's Day and knew that y'all are going to be there all day. And I was like, super cool. You know, but don't don't go cheap. Don't give them candy corn or circus peanuts or any of that, <laughs> that, that horrible, horrible oh, candy. Circus peanuts are good, and I like candy corn too. So they, I'm in the minority. They want Kit Kat, Snickers, Twix. You know, don't get taffy. For God's sake, don't get taffy. Yeah, banana and milk taffy does. is delicious. Real, true saltwater taffy from Florida is great. Okay, but here's the problem: a server takes a bite of that, and all of a sudden they come up, "Hey, you're sat," and you're like, "Oh, oh crap!" Yeah. Hey, folks, I'll be, I'll be right <laughs> with you. You just can't. You got to have something you can swallow real quick. And uh, just also be patient. Mm-hmm. You know. Be patient with the restaurants right now. Everybody's going through a tough time. It's hard to 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 judge scheduling too because you'll you'll have a, a forecast model of how much you're going to make that day, and a lot of the times it's you can't. Then stimulus checks come out, and yeah, suddenly and everybody's you, at the restaurant. Yeah, and it's crazy because like, oh well, I have been you know scheduling four people on this day on this time. But now we're so slammed that I need to get six. But then whenever I get six on, oh, we were not busy enough, and then I'm I'm eating it in labor. Right. So that's just how it goes. Um, and number 10, uh, support all the people that are feeding, serving you, making your drinks, doing everything to make you happy. Otherwise, you can take your Karen ass home and mm-hmm. cook up some and run your own restaurant. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make your own tour of Italy. Yours will be a tour of disappointment with a side of trailer park. Thank That's you, good. ladies and gentlemen. And now let's move into Idiots in the News. Idiots in the News. Idiots in the News is brought to you by drugs. Because if you do drugs, you'll be an idiot in the news. Get in here. In. Y'all want buy some drugs? All right, my first story comes naturally. Uh, just we Florida. live in Florida. You <laughs> already knew this was coming here. It wasn't <laughs> going to be Minneapolis or right. Boise, Idaho. It was going to be Florida. When an attempted robbery at a home or a Lowe's home improvement store went array, Milton J. Hodges fled across the street and jumped the fence right into. The Cypress Cove Nudist Resort and Spa. Well, there's no hiding out there, you know. <laughs> I want you, after saying that, 
guess how the police caught him? Does he did he undress to blend in? No. Oh. He was the only one wearing clothes. That's how uh, he was caught. Well, how does what what robbery? What are you robbing at Lowe's? I mean, no. Uh, don't and do they all have staple guns behind the counter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, you know, you're trying to get out, and then suddenly your shirt's pinned to the wall. You know, I don't know. It's it, this happened in Orlando. I can't really? believe I hadn't ran across that story. I was like, that was pretty funny. Must have been like a robbery in like a. Uh, Gosh, and and but there's a nudist resort that close to the Lowe's. I mean, yeah, uh, it's like, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I've got to go over here and get some wood. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> you've got a two by four before you walk in the door. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Oh, no relation. Yeah, Beaver Creek, Ohio. <laughs> now we're moving into nudist uh, stories. Beaver Creek, Ohio. No, uh. Somebody decided to rob a bank. Uh, Devin, you've done some pretty, pretty amazing things. Do you remember how nervous you were when you got on stage in front of 2,000 people? Oh, my gosh. So, so nervous. I mean, it, there's a point. You know how they say sometimes that, like, when you get into a wreck or something, like, you feel pain, but, like, you hit, like, a point where your body just goes numb. Like, yeah. you're just like, eh, it's, it's too much. I think with when I opened for Peter Cetera and there was, like, 8,000 people, I literally was numb. Yeah. yeah, you could have passed out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Imagine that you've planned on robbing a bank, and the day comes and you have to rob the bank in Beaver Creek, Ohio, and you just, out of nowhere, this guy passes out. Really? Faints. Oh, no. Just so nervous, faints. Did he get the money already? or did No, he- it gets better. Um, when the... Uh, <laughs> The dude's laying down, and when the lady calls nine one one for the medical uh, services, he hands her a note laying down on the floor that says, "Please give me all your cash." <laughs> Why? For the amount it's going to cost you in the ambulance ride? Yeah, and you know I mean, insurance? he 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 was committed. He I was. will say the guy was committed. He could have been just like just just another just an ordinary guy that passed out. They didn't search him <laughs> or nothing, but he had to pull the note up. Oh my goodness! While he was still laying down, that's wow. so funny. So, um, that being said, uh, I can't imagine any time that I've ever really passed out from being nervous. I haven't passed out from being nervous. I had a really bad, uh, almost pass out when I was in, uh, Denver for a layover for a while. Cause I went outside and I was like walking around and the altitude they say kind of gets to you a little bit. And I just did not feel right in that airport. Like I just, and it was something, I don't know that, I don't know if it was the altitude or if I just was having uh, something else going on with me, but man, oh man, I thought I was literally going to just pass out right there. I I just felt like I couldn't catch my breath. I got really nervous when I was getting ready to propose to Angelina. Oh yeah. Like I was like, uh, there was a part where I like just felt numb and tingly all over and I Mm -hmm. was like, huh. And I'm sitting there thinking about this guy. That's what I should have done is just had a note in my pocket. <laughs> there the note. And then be like, uh, and then she if hands I pass you back out, one. then I could just hand her the note. Be like, but then she go. hands you back the same one that the robber had. Give me all yeah. your cash. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not going to happen. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's move into Heroes and Zeros. Heroes and Zeros. It's time for Heroes. For Heroes. And Zeros. And this segment brought to you by beer 
any beer. Just grab a beer, open it, and enjoy. Today's heroes, I want to point out nurses. Oh, yeah. Nurses in the medical field, I cannot stress it enough. The more nurses I hear of what they're going through, what they're doing, all the sacrifices they're making right now, and all the girls that are going to school uh, to become a nurse. Mm -hmm. And I want to give a shout-out to my uh, nieces, uh, Sherry and Kelly. They both, uh, during the pandemic, continued their education, got certified, they're nurses, they're my They're cousin Kelsey got on. yeah she got certified as a nurse, and literally went went to school all through COVID. Got certified as a nurse, and her first patient was a COVID patient in the COVID ward. Wow, yeah, it's cool, and, and it comes from a generation. My sister, uh, Lorraine, she uh, she she was really big in the nursing program for years. Uh, she worked at nursing homes, hospitals, just all over. She's it's kind of convenient when you have somebody that's a nurse and yeah. especially when holidays roll around, you have that person ready on standby. Um, I can't say enough about the stories that I've heard that are just a full of compassion from across the country of all the nurses and people in the medical field, you know, whether it be EMS, you know, uh, paramedics. Yeah. 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 But listen, you know, I mean, gosh, we sit here, we celebrate them. And I, I was celebrating them for a while, you know. Hey, I love all the nurses. And then uh, they got to go to the Super Bowl. You know, uh, the Super Bowl was like uh, what, 25, 50% nurses because they gave them all tickets. <laughs> okay, debt paid. Now we're back to even. I don't yeah. feel sorry for you anymore. <laughs> they, well, they're going to get to go to WrestleMania, too. Oh, WWE's to to doing Super Bowl. It. Yeah. yeah. But are they doing to WrestleMania, too? I, as far as I know, that's Son what they're going to be bitch. doing. And they're going to do it in the same. When's uh, WrestleMania? Do I have enough time to get certified? It's like the end of April. I'm oh, pretty sure, yeah. I don't think I can do that. Unless I go to, like, Everest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just I can't I can't say enough and everybody out there uh, if you get a chance you know think a, a nurse think somebody that's in scrubs uh that's out there putting everything on the line to mm-hmm. keep everybody safe I mean just a routine hey I got to take your blood pressure take your pulse just simple things they do they're right next to people that could be or could not be giving them some kind of deadly virus yeah that may or may not just go through their body asymptomatic or it might shut them down. Like hopefully they're all vaccinated now. I really hope that that's uh, the case, but who knows? We, we were hoping to have Mike on the show today. Yeah. He had great news. Oh yeah. 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 He was, uh, he went to, to Oklahoma and finally got to see his dad mm-hmm. and his dad's doing so much better. He's still Is he out yet. No, he's still in that little halfway house thing, but he's, doing rehab the rehab he's doing is like learning to chew and swallow i think he's starting to walk now wow but mike spent seven hours with him and just i mean god for being that uh, away from his dad that long and not getting to spend time with him and or even talk to him yeah, yeah he had to get rapid tested as soon as he got there he had to find out you know if he's negative or not so he could spend time with his dad so a uh, shout out to all the heroes uh in the nursing field all the ladies all of you out there that are doing, you know, what you've got to be, what you have to do that you're trained to do and none of us are. I can't, I can't tell you if uh, my cold that I've had is 
uh, COVID or if it was uh, just a cold. Good. I'm glad you're sitting across from me. Well, I've yeah. been tested like 20 <laughs> times, bro. I'm done being tested. I'm about to start snorting. Uh, the, uh, the, the the girl's just going to put the thing, okay, here's your next test, and the Q-tip's going to go up my nose, and, <laughs> and it's just going to disappear out of her hand and be like, ha ah, and I'm going to pull out the other nostril. Ha ha, magic. <laughs> It'd be funny. Um, my zero today um, is this dipshit named Kevin Clancy. Do you know who he is? No, the KFC Barstools guy. That's uh, mm. he, he goes by KFC Barstool. He, I don't know. He's the guy that ran his mouth. He always runs his mouth when it doesn't need to be ran. Gotcha. Uh, he talked bad about Tiger Woods being in that it's, car. So accident. is he in Barstool Sports? Yeah, he does that. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a complete tool. He's gotcha. a complete douche. Just that's my zero. I really oh, don't I don't know much. what he did. What did oh, he do? Well, he Just talked a bunch of crap about Tiger Woods when Tiger oh, Woods when Tiger got in a wreck. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then tried to retract it and everything. Right when the cancel culture was right on his doorstep, he's like, nope. I wasn't really meaning it like that. The problem with these sports analysts is there's too many of them. And so they try to stick out by saying controversial things or being like, they'll sit there and be like, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest. Uh, Larry Johnson, top three greatest players of all time. And you're like, no, not no, no. There's literally nothing there, <laughs> and they're like, "No, I'm serious. You, you want to let's argue about it?" And you're like, "No, I don't really want to argue about it. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard." You know that I've never. Uh, why? Why are we arguing this? You know, yeah, yeah. Larry Johnson, and and, to, and for the listeners, he was very good with uh, the Charlotte Hornets, Grandmama. Yeah, but he no, he's not one of the greatest of all. But time. that's the thing is, they'll pick something out that's a completely wrong statement, and they just want to argue it with you. And so then they, that, it's a matter of time for somebody said something like that about Tiger. I know, and I'm I'm just, I hate that Barstool's crap. Yeah. Sometimes they post cool stuff, but this dude's a total tool douche. Yeah. And if anybody out there sees the dude in public, just slap him in the mouth because he's a complete idiot. Okay. All right, let's get back to back in the day. All right, let's do it. E.T. When there was G.I. Joe and Atari, Saturday morning cartoons and Sony Walkman. Cowabunga, dudes. Chillax. Time to take a trip down memory lane when blockbusters were big and MTV actually played music videos. It's time for Back in the Day. All righty. Now, growing up going to school... Uh, there was always uh, two types of people at lunch. Those that were in the lunch line mm -hmm. and those that brought their lunch with them. Mm -hmm. I always felt like a king. Yeah. You know, my mom always gave me money, but occasionally she'd give me lunch. And it was, especially when you had something name brand, like baller, you know? Yeah. Everybody's just sitting around. They're just like, "Hey, what do you got?" Oh, it's Pam or John. Yeah. Hey, what do you got? Hey, Sebo, what do you got? Dunkaroos. Whoa. Yeah, the trading. <laughs> Lunch boxes, man. Mm -hmm. Lunch boxes. I mean, that was the greatest thing ever. It's like I had I had at least two different transformer ones. Yeah. And you had the uh, the lithosketched uh, the metal tin. I still have my WWF one. Oh, that's awesome. Hulk Hogan on it. Speaking of which. Uh, they actually the, the the whole history. I, I looked it up on Lunchbox. I was very intrigued about it. Totally American. I mean, they did it in other countries, but we had like several different terms for them. They they really came in their own in the early 1800s in America. Hmm. Uh, they were called lunch pails, lunch tin, lunchbox. Uh, 
lunch basket. You call it what you will, but uh, I, I like the Did lunch. Did the British can. like physically have like woven baskets? Because that just seems like a yeah, they're, they're Peter Cottontail style. You know, yeah, yeah, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. It. But American, it was really big because it was industrialized. Because they watch. Yeah, <laughs> people, people really when they the America got going, working, you know, building the planes for the war machine for the World War Two. Lunchboxes really started hopping. I don't know why we don't have, you know, it seems like everything's so plain nowadays with the kids. Like, and, and that's the thing is there's no real identifiable identity that these children have anymore because it's all dictated by online social media. Yeah. But, but man, when we were growing up, you, you fought for different identities. You, the clothes were crazier. You know, the, the things that you did to your car, your cars were, there's no car craziness anymore. Like even the, you know, seven, uh, 70, 17 inch, you know, subwoofers in the back and the rims, you just don't see any of that stuff. The crazy colors and designs and, and, um, and lunch boxes too, man. It's just, it's a sea of mundane Everything's mundane. Even even cool. our supplies. Remember our supplies used to have like the coolest erasers and zippity grip pencils and mechanical and, pencils came out at that time. That's another one I want to bring up. These kids don't have any of that stuff. Yeah, they, and they bring it, but it's always mundane. It's yeah. the same. It's the same. But the thing about lunch boxes that was so revolutionary to me was, you know, mom would make me a really cool sandwich, or she would put like an extra snack or something. The worst part was when I left that thing up there in the locker for like two or three days, like, <laughs> oh, that apple went bad, you know. My mom was always really bad at the uh, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. My, because I kept telling her, and she never really, she was just like, eh, it doesn't matter, because she never saw the aftermath. Yeah. But peanut butter on one side, peanut butter on the other, jelly in the middle. You don't do peanut butter and jelly because the jelly seeps through the bread, and you have a soggy grapes jelly stained piece of bread on one side and peanut butter on the other you got to put the jelly in the middle of two peanut butters i don't know i, I kind of like it the other way you shut your but, damn mouth this podcast but I, put, is <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I, i'm i'm all for overloading on peanut butter just thin thin my mom would make peanut me butter. peanut butter and honey sandwich which was pretty cool yeah my grandfather was peanut butter and butter and and it was because you eat it and when you when you eat it, so it's a peanut butter and butter sandwich. You have the butter side on the top. So when you eat it, the peanut butter doesn't stick to your roof of your mouth. Oh, that's it, it pretty. Just, that's pretty genius. It, but it's delicious. It actually is really good. Peanut butter and like a butter spread on the other side is really good. Oh my god! Yeah. What do you have in your thermos usually? Um, oh man, uh, usually Sunny Delight. They were big on Sunny Delight. Yeah. My parents, yeah. I don't know. I think it was a high C. I had a lot of hot high C. And then I used to get the apple ecto juice. coolers, the ecto cooler high C yeah. uh, from Ghostbusters. Apple juice. Yeah. That was good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember. I never had hot stuff, though. Like some kids would bring soup. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's my girlfriend, like, oh, or my gosh. fiance. Sorry. She's a super, supaholic oh, person. No. She loves soup. Doesn't shut up about soup. She loves it. Like I, I asked her, I said, are we going to like bobbing for apples at the wedding and like soup <laughs> like, you know what's going on See, I don't, that's it's easy italian to make her thing. happy though that's an italian thing yeah. i had i had broccoli cheddar soup from panera bread the other day and that's all they have that's good and that was it that's the only time i've had soup in a long time it's like that's one thing that i can use as a get out of the jail free card mm-hmm. like or as i like to call the couch uh, yeah. it's just <laughs> immediately like come soup. Like bring us some Zupa Toscana from uh, from Olive Garden and be like, here, sweetie, I'm sorry, and and all is forgiven. I am welcome back into the kingdom. Nice. The lunchboxes. It's weird, but what is the very first uh, cartoon character that was ever put on a lunchbox? Do you know? The very first cartoon character ever on a lunchbox. 
I'm going to guess it was some sort of Hanna-Barbera. I will go with uh, Fred Flintstone. No. Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, okay. Yeah, 1950s. Wow. It's weird because they, they really got big with that, and then it was Roy Rogers and a lot yeah. of Western lunchboxes. It says you know, in the history of these things, there were so many westernized. And, and for me, it was like I had A-Team, Dukes of Hazard, Transformers. Uh, what else did I have that was really cool one? I had a NASA one that had like the space shuttle and stuff like awesome. I believe Challenger was on it. This was like pre Challenger, like first grade lunchbox was like a NASA one that my parents wow. gave me. That's cool. I did I was a little later than you. I had Ghostbusters, I had um the WWE one and uh I think I had a Power Ranger one at one point. Yeah, you're definitely younger than me. That Power Rangers crap was stupid. Whatever. <laughs> it but, was awesome when it came out, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, we'll have to discuss that along with uh, the lunchbox I won at the book fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I got nice. to, uh, you know, that was a th- God, man. That's a good back in the day. We'll do that one next week. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, I, I'm the Angry Texan. I've got with me Devin Seabold. Devin, what you got coming up, buddy? Uh, Devin Comedy for upcoming tour dates. I'll be in Tempe, Arizona, at the end of March. Then I've got uh, Miami and uh, Tampa on the bo- on the books. All right, and we got some good videos coming your way, guys. Uh, just uh, you know, follow me on. Uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, give us a like, uh, definitely. And tell your friends to subscribe to us because we're just a couple of dudes right now hanging out, waiting for our buddy Mike Lee to show his fat ass back up. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll give you a video pretty soon on Devin and I playing golf, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, Peace guys. out. Yep, absolutely. Thank you guys for... If you had a good time, give us a hell yeah. At American Made Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find the Angry Texan on Facebook at the Angry Texan Comedian, Twitter at the Real Angry Texan, YouTube at the Angry Texan, Instagram at the Real Angry Texan. 